there's nothing better than when you're in the first half hour of an AMA and you get a curveball question and they just smile and go, cool, I can handle this, I can deal with it. Reddit has quite the fearsome reputation. It's often seen as a place for trolls and quite a scary forum to enter. And while that's not entirely without justification, it also doesn't tell the whole story. It's also an incredibly engaged community that is really interested and values great content. That part of the mix means it has great potential for universities, something a few institutions have realised, one being Imperial College London. In this, the final episode of this series of our show, I'm joined by Andrew Youngson from Imperial to hear all about Reddit, subreddits, karma and AMAs. From the Access platform, he's Andrew, I'm Dave and this is Inspiration on Tap. Okay, so for breakfast, I actually had quite a combination of things. I started off with a banana that wasn't nearly ripe enough. And then I went and had a, a biscuit bar as well. And then two big pots of coffee. Wow, two pots. <laughs> yeah, that's, I was ready. And sick. then I wasn't. That <laughs> <laughs> was crashing. Uh, so I'm Andrew Youngson. I'm News and Campaigns Content Manager here at Imperial College London. And I've been here for coming up three years. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for, for taking the time out to join me on the podcast. It's great to have you on. We're obviously going to be talking about Reddit in the bulk of this interview, but um, I always like to kick these things off with a, a bit of a, a sort of career background for my guests. So you've hinted at how long you've been at Imperial. So what's what's the story for you? How did you end up here? So I ended up here because I'd not long been in London. London was the destination. I was in Scotland before that, been working. I was actually looking at my LinkedIn right before this just to mm-hmm. get the year right. Since 2006, I have been working. Um, and to cut it right back to its bare bones, it's been a, a career that I've had of a mixture of communications, agency side and in-house, journalism, and then London became the thing. So then I, when I came to London, I thought, you know, I had previously worked in a university up in Aberdeen, really liked that, then went into journalism, which I loved, but it burned me out. So when I was moving to London, I thought, you know what, I think I'd quite like to go back to university work. It was a really good balance, really interesting stuff. So I got a maternity cover position in Birkbeck, University of London. But then I saw the job come up at Imperial, which was a mixture as news editor then as the previous role was when I first started. It was a mixture of journalism and communications, everything in one lump and was just, I'm working for a major global top 10 university. So yeah, that was it. And been here ever since. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So as I mentioned, we're, we're going to be chatting about the, uh, I think fair to say the weird and, and wonderful world of Reddit. Yeah, that's been um, nice. And, and you've been, you've been using it really interestingly here at Imperial. Um, I guess before we get into the Imperial side of things, Reddit has this this quite fearsome reputation. Um, and I look upon Reddit as a bit of an outsider. I don't really use it myself. So I, I sort of look at it with slight trepidation. Can you just explain why Reddit has such a reputation? I mean, it, it's a bit of a Wild West frontier in many ways. I think as it has developed and matured as a platform, it's maintained an element of that and certainly there are fierce frontier corners of it but it's it's got this reputation thankfully which i do believe is mostly unfounded which is that really the primary users on it are angry white american men living 
in basements sharing their nasty thoughts on any given topic that they please. Mm-hmm. That stuff does still exist, <laughs> but it is such a rich landscape now that there are also so many other voices on there than there have been previously, in my experience at least. And certainly the places that we are going to and engaging with, it's a much fairer place for us to be. Okay, that that makes sense. Because I was going to ask you, like, what possessed you to go into such a scary space? But it feels like there are safe spaces there. So, so what what was the thinking behind? What was the attraction of Reddit from an imperial point of view? I mean, the the thing that caught our attention first of all, quite simply, was just new spikes on mm. our on our site. So uh, my role and and previously had held role is partly to look at the stats on all the places that we're telling our stories. In this case, looking at our news site and looking through Google Analytics at what the main feeders, referrers to the news site were. And we had these really strange, huge spikes, you know, tens of thousands we're talking about, which for us is like for a single story, that's a lot. And each time it was Reddit that was feeding it and we were doing nothing. These were completely organic. So we thought, okay, there's something going on here. Let's try to understand it a bit better and see if there's a way to actively get involved with it, not just waiting for these occasional spikes to happen. But yeah, we'll, we'll come to that. It did take a long journey to get to that comfortable place. But all we saw up until that point were certain stories, no real theme apart from quirk. So mm-hmm. there was one on crocodiles, one on sharks, one on trapping light particles, another one on trapping light particles. So some really esoteric things were catching people's attention and they were the engagement if they saw it and they liked it the likelihood of them clicking through to our new site was far higher than any other platform okay and at this point were you using reddit in a personal capacity because that's always a challenge with with the unknown spaces isn't it like social media managers a lot of the time they sort of go on and test it out themselves what what was the deal there were you were you familiar with reddit i was familiar with it but i had done practically nothing with it i i arrived um and these spikes had started to be seen. And I arrived as news editor, not as necessarily social media guy. I was mm-hmm. looking at how we tell our stories on social media. But what it meant was that um, I was given this task of, we see these spikes, what do you think? And I was like, oh, Reddit. Ooh, angry white men, basement. Right, are you sure about this? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do a report and see how it goes. And then the more I delved into it, I created a personal account and just went undercover and just looked around. Mm-hmm. The less scared I became and the more interested I was. And one of the features of Reddit, like Reddit is unusual from other social media spaces in that it, it has its entire, it entirely has its own vocabulary. Subreddit is something that comes up a lot. So for any people listening to this who perhaps aren't familiar with Reddit, can you give me a quick definition, a quick summary of what a subreddit is and, and how they're relevant? Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I'll try. The, the one thing I would say is that have a look online and there are so many videos on YouTube that are people describing and giving you a 101 guide to to Reddit. But yeah, the subreddit really is going to be your series of homes for your engagement time on the platform. Officially, the description is a forum dedicated to a specific topic on the website, Reddit. But as far as I see, it really is a series of communities. And those communities are based on shared interests, um, shared characteristics, um, where people come together and they like to share their thoughts. They like to share their findings, things that they find online that they find of interest that's all relevant to that community. So news articles, websites, videos, images, and then they all just start 
ripping into it and talking about each of these things or nothing happens and it falls naturally to the bottom of the feed because there's this democratic voting process. You post something, people in that subreddit, that community say, I'll vote it up because I like it or I'll vote it down because I hate it or I'll do nothing because it means nothing to me. And then it means that you're coming onto that top level subreddit page and you can immediately see what the most popular items of the day are. Uh-huh. And with the subreddits, obviously, because they're because they're so niche and they're subject to them, I suppose that that is the in for something like a university, and that you can find the right subreddits and find the right content to match it, and hopefully it, it flies. Exactly, because you think about you know university. We here at uh, Imperial have a whole series of institutes, of departments, of faculties, of individual researchers, individual research areas. There's pretty much a way to map us onto Reddit and find our series, our archipelago of, of subreddits, yeah. if we want to. Which would probably be the same for most universities out there, I would guess. So so you, you get to the point where you feel like, okay, Reddit's, something's happening with Reddit, you're kind of comfortable using it yourself, feels like it's time to, to take the plunge and give it a go as, as, as Imperial. What, when you first made that decision, what was your, what was your plan for going into Reddit? officially as the university like how how did you try and approach it i mean my main aim even for the first three four months was just to get to understand it i think it rightfully has an enduring reputation for being quite intolerant of pr of people just coming in and purely talking about themselves certainly organizations brands just trying to tell their stories that's not what this is for Reddit is and always will be a community-led platform. So I really needed to understand the rules. So I got on there, I on my personal account, I just went to all the relevant subreddits that I thought would be of use to us that and that we could be of use to by providing some information. And I got to know the the slang, the the rules of engagement, the the things that would get you kicked off, and you do get kicked off of subreddits quite easily by the moderators because it is this devolved structure where a subreddit is created and run by its own moderators so I really took time to know what was being talked about what was okay to talk about and what really wasn't okay and I know you made a point of creating an official account for Imperial like were you ever tempted to go to go undercover on this because I know you talked earlier about like how how so much of the traffic it was all organic originally like you weren't doing anything what was there any temptation to like this, this sort of mysterious thing or would would that be a big no-no it'd Reddit? just be a, a big no-no I just don't think I'm good enough at hiding <laughs> and we made a very conscious effort that if we were going to do this we had to be transparent about it because like I say it is so intolerant to even a whiff of self-promotion and it is there in the rules of engagement the top level rules of engagement called Reddit on on Reddit uh, where the creators of the platform have said you know do be nice don't be bad but also don't over promote yourself don't troll people all these kind of rules but then on top of that you would have each subreddit has its own community rules of engagement as well and consistently across the board it was just be authentic so there was no way that we were going to start this from a, a, a a closeted kind of point of view and i suppose reddit also one of the reasons it has such a reputation is that the users of reddit can hunt down anyone can't they and so they will probably found you out yeah exactly i'm scared man and I've, thank you for for including reddit as well i feel like i should insert a ding every time there's a reddit specific <laughs> word we'll see how that pans out in the post um 
Now, you, you've mentioned a couple of times about how Reddit is, is immune or intolerant to PR. Has that changed how you how you frame your content and even what content you you look to post on reddit because i guess for other owned social media spaces you can kind of do what you want for a university and you, you can be quite self-promoting and you can you can put loads of stuff out in one channel I, I guess it's a very different um different approach for reddit yeah yeah but actually interestingly it's the way that we've approached it is to be highly selective but actually this runs parallel to the way that brands and certainly we at Imperial more and more are operating on social media is just being selective about the content you're putting on the platform making sure that it is relevant to your audience that it's it's the right kind of content that you know that audience wants and to me probably because it's the platform that I'm most scared of (laughs) Reddit is the one that I am the most highly selective over what I put up on there that fear is actually quite helpful it is helpful it kind of you take responsibility for what you're bringing to the community and in terms of how you actually frame it because obviously like on twitter you'd be like here's some great amazing research that our researchers have done go and check it out is it more of a i'm guessing on reddit is it if you're embedded in those communities already is it is it very much like a almost like here's something you might like that's might be interesting see what you think kind of thing it's it, again, it depends on subreddit to subreddit, but the main ones that I go for that I really hope to chime with the subreddit community's interest are things like the the health subreddit, the very top health reddit or health subreddit or the science subreddit. Science is one of the absolute biggest in our field. It's got over 21 million subscribers to it. So it's a really big audience for us to get on. They are very tightly moderated as well. And there it's just, for example, saying, okay, we've got a brand new piece of research that's just come out. I will post this in a fairly long sentence. They don't want anything too um, clickbaity or teaserish. They want a full description within a full sentence about what the results are and any particular important limitations of the study, for example. And then I will only be allowed to stay on the sub on that feed if it is peer reviewed. That's the science subreddit's rules. So then what I always do is immediately after posting that that sentence and the link to the news story, I'll immediately put under a, a, a chain post saying, if you're interested in this, here's the link to the full peer-reviewed journal article. So in a way, I'm doing that to highlight to the moderators, this is peer-reviewed, please don't delete it. But also, I understand that on this channel, this is the kind of appropriate content. Okay, no, that's really useful to know. So we, we've already, you've already touched. I was going to say let's let's talk about rules, but I think we should use the word redica. I think that's, yeah, redica is another ding. Um, so take me through some. I know, uh, as far as I understand, each subreddit ding is kind of a, a law unto its own. So it, it, am I right in thinking that basically each subreddit has its own redica, and you have to you have to get familiar with them before you start posting? Yeah, absolutely. It's just it's polite. You just you wouldn't walk into a cocktail party and just say whatever you wanted not get the lay of the land or anything like that so like this you want to go in familiarize yourself you should already be familiar with the top line redicate rules and they are there just put redicate into um like q-u-e-t-t-e into google and it'll bring up the, the rules there but and that's usually, mainly around authenticity and transparency yeah, yeah they're, they're not they're not too binding to be honest it's just do give us good value content and discussion 
on on reddit but then if you go to the subreddit level then usually in the sidebar the moderators have put their additional rules of engagement so you just marry the two up and make sure that you're existing within the boundary of those so like the peer review stuff is is a subreddit yeah piece of reading yeah. okay cool now i'm starting to understand it <laughs> and it's and it's nice that there is a social channel out there that really values good content and it's not just not just cheap nasty engagement stuff no that's, that's i mean there there's yeah there's there's plenty cheap and nasty on reddit as well, well but not yeah. the corners that we inhabit okay no that's probably a good thing um so you mentioned about the the spikes and you mentioned a few numbers earlier i'm 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 really curious to hear more in terms of numbers and impact for, for imperial on reddit so in terms of the the content you post, so we'll we'll come on to the um, the AMAs later. Mm. I think, um, but in terms of the content you post, like the proactive stuff, what what sort of stats do you get on those typically? What's I take it as lots of click throughs and 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 yeah, you know, boosting your reading rates. And stuff. I mean the the click through rate. I don't have the exact stat to mind, but it is way above anything else that we'll see on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn Instagram, anything like that. Um, but really, the the stats that that you can get they they vary really wildly from you think this is absolutely this is definitely of interest to this this uh, subreddit so you put it on there and it just does nothing and if it doesn't do anything in the first they say 10 minutes i think within the first hour it's going to drop off the feed completely and nothing's going to happen so it means in terms of upvotes which is one thing that you're looking for to help you stay on the feed we've had posts that have gone on there that have varied from 3 upvotes to 23,000 upvotes just depending on how right you get it at that point in time. Another thing that we personally are looking at are the referrals from that post. We'll put a, a, a link up, how many people are clicking through. Again, it can be anything from zero to the biggest one that we've had was 320,000 hits. Yeah, it actually broke our news site at one point. Wow, that's amazing. I was so pleased. And do you are you able to work out like a, do you know roughly what sort of, average uh, trying to work out to frame this like in terms of your upvotes do you do you do you get like a rough score of like generally we get we get this many upvotes or we get a x percentage of positive votes or something i would say that mostly our posts are in the above 90 percent upvotes okay because we're sticking to the rules we're going to the subreddits that we know that we are welcome yeah and we're posting peer-reviewed brand new research so you can't really deny that that's valuable content if you're from these particular communities like the science one um so yeah we usually do anywhere between 93 and 97 percent and i guess you're framing it in that hey here's something interesting way rather than yeah. look at the and because we're transparent you know our handle is imperial college so we're, we're not trying to to say hey guys look over there there's something shiny it's great isn't it yeah. and then just watch them run so in terms of how often you post on reddit because i'm i'm guess i'm sure i've seen somewhere that like another no-no is posting too frequently i, w- I would assume that's that's a, a bad thing so is is there a sweet spot for how often you post or, or when you post the sweet spot for me has, has just been when the story deserves it okay really so if i go a month without posting on reddit that's fine the one thing i will try to do in the meantime though is engage on other subreddits going in as a community member upvoting commenting sharing these kind of things because moderators can look at your your history they can look at what you've been doing on reddit and if right. they see that it's only one-way traffic from you to the platform as opposed to you engaging that they're gonna get wise to you pretty quickly how do you handle the the engagement side of it? Because 
I just again if it, it's again like you might do some social listening on Twitter and it's quite there's quite an obvious point in which you can step in because perhaps a student might talk about wanting to study Imperial and you can go in and do the whole the whole marketing thing or there's researchers hashtags trending that you can jump on again that feels like it would be a bit too self-promo-y on, on Reddit so how, how do you handle that side of it? Yeah I do it very lightly at the moment I know what the ideal for me would be at the moment I'm literally going on to uh, the main science, health, energy uh, subreddits where I find stuff, I click through to the link, see if it's definitely from a reputable source, that it's something that we have expertise in here, throw in a question, just a simple upvote. But the ideal for me would be to see, say there was one question going on un unanswered on a post. So other people get, they, they, they see the post, they get, they add their own questions, they upvote it and it hadn't gone answered. And one of our experts could answer that then it would be me bringing in one of our experts to say, hi, everybody, I'm from Imperial. I work in uh, renewable energy and I can answer this. That would be ideal for me. But the, the reactivity rate is just too slow to do that, I think. Um, but one day. Cool. OK, so time for another um, another ding, another check one on our on our bingo scorecard. Um, AMAs, which I assume asks for Ask Me Anything. That stands for Ask Me Anything. Um Again, let, let's let's assume that there are people listening who don't really know anything about Reddit. Or, I mean, indeed, the person interviewing you doesn't really know anything about Reddit. Um, so, quick explainer on what AMAs are. Sure. So, uh, yeah, you're right. AMA stands for Ask Me Anything. This has been <laughs> well done. Uh, you get one Reddit score. I don't know. I'll upvote it. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, no, karma. That's what it is. Karma. You get karma. Oh, that that is, is what you gain. That's the currency of Reddit. Okay, cool. So, there you go. One. Um, yeah, basically these are live Q and A's. That's basically what they are. You are, okay, so in our case, we're getting one of our scientists to go onto a platform such as, it used to be science, they now don't host them anymore, unfortunately, uh, or we'll go on the energy subreddit and we'll, we'll post at 3 p.m. GMT, hi Reddit, I'm ex-scientist, my background is this, ask me anything. And then you let the questions come in and you respond to them. That's basically how it works. There's a lot more complicated steps in there to make sure that you do it successfully. But they, to be honest, AMAs are the main reason that we really wanted to get onto Reddit and why we continue to be on Reddit. And why is that just, just from an engagement, a sort of brand building point of view? Or? For impact. I mean, okay. it's great to see 320,000 hits through to your new site, but in terms of the thing that it almost becomes a vanity stat really yeah. for us we need to know that we are having a valuable impact on our communities and the only way that we really feel that's warranted is if we are offering up something in this case two hours of one of our world leading scientists time to members of that community to engage with them and ask the questions they've always wanted to ask that's much more valuable to them therefore we feel that we can report that kind of activity much more to our strategic priority points in terms of genuine public engagement yeah so you'd be, you'd be pulling all the stats for these for the next ref submission i guess yeah exactly <laughs> so in terms of amas how uh, in terms of setting one up like do you need permission what sort of logistics i've seen a lot of people when i've seen stuff about amas i've seen people holding up sheets of paper with like the time and date on is that a part of the organization process that's part of the process because Again, bringing it back to authenticity, who's to say that you're actually that person if okay. you just put a post in it? 
But if you link off to a picture, or you tweet it or something, say, and there you are holding the sign with the details of the AMA, the time, the, the subreddit, then that's immediately like, okay, this is the real person. You know, they always do that with the celebrities when they do it. Um, there's been a few times that they haven't done it and they get caught out and it's actually been one of their PRs that has been running the AMA. Yes, I remember hearing that at a conference, I think on a session on Reddit, there was a talk about a, um, a celebrity who tried to tried to hide behind their PR. And it goes wrong so quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. And, and do you need permission for an AMA? Or- so... It's, again, there's no simple answer. It really depends on the subreddit. Um, You do for a lot of them. So, for example, the AMAs that we have run on the Bitcoin main one, main subreddit, and the energy subreddit, you can't just easily shove a post up there saying, hey, we're ready now. It's better if you can talk to the moderators, ask them if they'd be interested in it, and then work out a timetable. Okay, how about this date at this time? Does that work for you? Fine. Then the ideal is that the moderators will pre-promote it through, um, you'll, you'll post it maybe a couple of days before you go live and they will pin it to the top of the feed. So it gets much more visibility. You really need that for the lower subscribed subreddits where say there's only like 30,000 subscribers the likelihood of those 30,000 subscribed people actually seeing your post and responding to it are pretty low and it's certainly in a two-hour window that you're offering for live but then there are subreddits that are entirely about AMAs so IAMA IAMA is the most popular one with millions and millions of subscribers and the only content on that subreddit are people saying IAMA scientist of i am a retired plumber i am a whatever ask me anything so there you have a much higher hit rate of getting responses in however you do have a much broader audience and not everybody's going to take what you say seriously so it's more of a wild card place for you to be well that wild card place for you to be feels like a very good leading to the next question because i I wanted to find out how your amas have gone for imperial so uh, how have they gone? Good? Bad? Uh, ugly even? Yes. To all three? All three. Okay. Yes. Tell more. Tell me they more. They have mostly been good to very good because we've been, again, highly selective of where we go. We really only want to go to places where we know that we're going to be valued. We don't want to put our scientists forward for something where there's more likely to be people not taking them seriously or uh, just not there, just not interested in the topic at all. So that means that we have been very controlled in the way, in the forums, that fora that we have gone to. However, the few times that it's gone slightly awry have been when we've gone on the main IAMA channel, where you do have a much more omnivorous subscribership and also where the trolls can live. You know, those those Americans in their basements, they like to live in these places because they love to vent. And if they can vent at somebody with who they don't agree with their views, their lifestyle, whatever, it can get really nasty. And because of the, the upvoting nature of an, an AMA, uh, a post, it means that sometimes the, the nastiness can rise to the top. Okay. So... With all that in mind, has it been how has it been actually finding suitable or willing academics to take part in these things? Is it has it been a challenge for you? It's not been a challenge, but like we're being transparent on Reddit, we have to be transparent with our researchers as well. Yeah. So 
especially in the early days when we were just trialing out Reddit, it was difficult to really say and ensure that it was going to be okay. (laughs) So we had to be honest about that and say it could get a little bit, bit crazy, but we're going to be right here with you. And we've got the moderators helping. We've got them on hand. So if they see something that is nasty, they will take it off, usually. Less so on Ayama, where it can all just go. Um, but there is support there. And if it really went wrong, we can just say, look, this isn't working for us. We're just going to step out. Oh, so you do you do have that option to just be like... You do, but it's not it's not good. You don't win the argument by stepping no. away from it. No. I've just just one that's popped into my head actually this whole the whole talk about transparency and authenticity like has has there been any issues with the fact that because i guess people know that there's an academic there answering questions but there's somebody from the pr office or whatever sat with them as well like do you feel like that's ever caused an issue that people might think you're you're trying to manage the message or anything like that no no and actually that's one thing that we've never really we've never been hundred percent open about the fact that there is a, i mean okay i'm the pr i guess yeah but all i am is the scribe yeah we've never i wouldn't even know how to answer these questions because they're all really specifically about their areas of research so that probably saves it in that there's an authenticity there just by purely the nature of how specific the questions are yeah there's no way that there's a pr jumping on and doing this for them we do have the images to show the person in situ each time at the desk writing away but all we are there as the PRs is to offer support to 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 scribe out the the answers if they want. They can answer directly if they want the researchers, um, and also to look at the questions that are coming in to say this one's popular, this one's getting voted up. We should prioritize that one so that we're giving the community the answers to the questions that they want. Okay, cool. So aside from from what you guys are doing at imperial have you seen any other universities of making good use of reddit have there, have there been any others that have caught your eye or have particularly inspired you to be honest there's not to my mind there's not that many universities engaging on reddit there have been some really inspirational ones basically reading university were the main inspiration for us tim at reading spoke at a conference that me and my boss went to and he said in the break, if anyone wants to talk about Reddit, I've been engaging on it for years and this this was a big ding to us because we're like, oh, that's actually been something that we want to do. So just asked him everything possible. He really is the gold standard, Tim, at Reading for how you can be engaging with Reddit because he he's next level. He not only does the seeding of posts and the hosting of AMAs, but he also engages with people on really specific like people i'm not even sure quite how he's done it but people go to to reddit the one that was created uh the reading reddit that wasn't even created by tim so that you know the community itself yeah. in reading has created this one and he'll engage on that as well i have looked at the imperial college subreddit that was created organically and while there's been a few things that we can meaningfully engage there on you know oh actually the the cafe's closed after nine, the library opens at this time. It's I've not quite been able to bridge that gap yet. And I guess it's 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 nowhere near on the same level of in, impact as the AMAs and the and the research content you're putting out yeah, there as well. But it's you you understand that it's the you're g- giving value to whatever community. Yeah, and that, that feels like this of 
the big thing to remember when you're approaching Reddit is to is to always think about how you can add value to those spaces. So it feels like Tim almost did a real life AMA for you to, to get you interested. <laughs> exactly. In That's person. Very nice. So you you're coming up to two years using Reddit for Imperial College now. Um how would you sum up your experience so far? Is it do you think it's almost like a, a bit of an untapped resource for the sector? I definitely do. I definitely do. If people understand the parameters of engaging on Reddit and they understand how they can bring value to the community. As soon as they see it as a tool for getting out whatever strategic messages that they've got purely as that, it's going to go wrong and people are going to maybe become even more intolerant of universities in general being on there. They really do need to understand it. And if they do, then absolutely, it's a great, great resource for universities. It's a way for you to find a community that's invested in x topic that's important to you and to talk to them and to give them a chance to ask you questions and to learn more about them as an audience there's still a lot to be done i think in terms of really understanding who's using reddit it still is a hugely u.s slant so we've got to keep that in mind there's not much point in us talking about very london specific things um, or UK specific things it's more universal interest pieces that we're putting out there that said we are seeing more interest in Reddit from the UK for example and and further east so where, where would you like to go with it next or, or is it or is it actually about just doing more of the same and, and getting better at it and getting more comfortable and building those karma scores <laughs> yeah building the karma it's, it's so funny the karma thing it does actually matter because it shows that people like you and you're you're bringing value yeah it's kind of like clout but actually with meaning isn't it yeah well as it meaning as far as reddit's concerned there <laughs> is a world outside of reddit i'm aware um but really for me i want to continue to knuckle down on the ama side of things because it's something that's just so much more easy for me to manage and report upwards into our strategy and it's something that I can offer researchers as well. You know, they all have their funding to do their research. And part of that includes engaging with audiences on it. So if I can be seen more of as a vehicle for helping researchers do that, and then in return getting, you know, good engagement from the the audience. And I guess if you can find, because there are plenty of academics out there who actually quite like being challenged and like being questioned in yeah. really in-depth nature so if you can find those people and they're not put off by it i guess it's really re- rewarding for those individuals as well isn't it yeah there's nothing better than when you're in the first half hour of an ama and you get a curveball question and they just smile and go cool i can handle this i can deal with it i can bring my personality to this ama that's the ideal situation is where the researcher is not only not put off by it but is glad to have an opportunity to bring their own voice Cool, cool. Well, I feel, I mean, I, I obviously don't work for a university, so I don't have quite the same opportunities to engage with it as you do, but I do feel very intrigued by Reddit, um, having had this chat with you, Andrew. Really appreciate you com- um, coming on the podcast to do it. I guess to wrap up, a couple of questions to finish. I always like to get some some tips um, to round off these, these podcast interviews. So in terms of if I asked you for top tips for anyone out there who's particularly anyone out there who works for an institution, works for a university and is thinking about Reddit, what would you what would you recommend they do? Do your research, first yeah. of all. I mean, I think I've said it about a billion times uh-huh. in this interview already, but do your research, understand how it works, 
find your natural homes on there look for the the subreddits that will welcome you the most and that you feel that you could genuinely contribute something to but despite everything i've said do not get petrified into inaction I was there for three, four months with my personal Reddit account, not really doing much, but just understanding. And it was like, okay, am I going to create the official Imperial College account? Am I going to do it? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Oh God. It was that real finger hovering over the mouse to to (laughs) click. And I'm so glad I just finally got through to it because then you just, you start thinking like a community member. Once you're properly in and invested, yes, you do have to take responsibility, but it's so much better to just get involved once you get over that initial uh, layer of research. Okay. And and lastly, in terms of people who might want to go and use it in a personal capacity, so if there's someone out there listening like me who has never tried Reddit on, on any level, like, do you have any favourite subreddits that you that you would always recommend to a, a Reddit noob like me? Yeah, I mean, the, you can get lost in, in Reddit completely, and I am still very vanilla when it comes to it. You know, I... I it is something that I engage in professionally and I do have my own account that I still keep going uh, with, but it means that my choices are going to be a bit more allied to, to what I do. So yeah. really on the on the absolutely trustworthy top level um, subreddits, it would be science, health, history, space. Any of these one word things tend to be pretty, pretty good platforms for you to go on to. Slightly more fun versions of these are everything science that's connected to science but things that aren't necessarily peer-reviewed but are still worth talking about you can go into everything science futurology is a fun one as well people putting up their ideas of what the future is going to be like or some slightly more bonkers research going on out there uh ayama as well as as scary as it can be you'll find amazing live q a's on there on any given topic and you just think Wow, some really brave people as well who have been through some traumatic experiences will jump onto Ayama and offer people the chance to ask them very candid questions. Um, so things like that as well. And then just for pure silliness, there's an amazing one called uh, Subreddit Simulator, which is bots creating posts on this subreddit based on an algorithm that thinks it. this is how people engage on Reddit. Right, so you've okay. got these bots that are figuring out this is how humans speak on reddit and sometimes it's so barmy but other times it's so right it's so on the nose you think wow the the robots really do get us and they're probably completely confused by why we ask these kind of things and post these things they might just be learning they might be waiting they might for their be. Opportunity. this could be the matrix mark one um and then also just data is beautiful is a nice one as well just to look at how people are taking data and telling stories with it brilliant well there's loads of subreddits to check out there and, and loads of great tips um for people to imprint so andrew i, I wholeheartedly upvote this interview i think if i could upvote <laughs> nice. it more than once i would at least you, two karma points right? yeah oh definitely i mean <laughs> if i get one karma point for knowing i can't remember what it was for knowing what ama stands for yeah, i mean I you so. get at least 10 for that interview oh, so, wow yeah. that'll go a long way to the hundreds of thousands that you need to actually be seen as a reputable platform <laughs> Well, got to start somewhere. You do. Andrew, thank you so much for your time and uh, hopefully see you soon. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Inspiration on Tap, a podcast brought to you by the Access Platform. Our tool gives you an authentic connection to prospective students in the form of chat, content and FAQs. We'll help you attract, convert and recruit more students. Find out more, book a demo or sign up to our awesome newsletter 
theaccessplatform.com or say hi on Twitter where we're at TAplatform. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Dave Musson, and my guest was Andrew Youngson from Imperial College London. Find him on Twitter at AC Youngson. Our theme tune and ad music were created for us by Laptop Philharmonic. Find more of his music on Apple Music, Spotify, or at laptopphilharmonic.bandcamp.com. This is the final episode of this series of Inspiration on Tap, but we will be back later in the year with a new set of episodes for you. We might also pop up over the summer with some bonus episodes too. Your best way of being sure you won't miss a beat is to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to listen to the rest of this series if you've not done so already. We've been blessed to have a bunch of great people join us so far. But that's it for this series. Catch you in the autumn.